Welcome to Across the Rail Podcast. Methodist lay people, that's right, lay people, dishing hot takes on current events, church stuff, and cultural issues. Our episode today discusses the result of some surveys where a third of practicing Christians in America since the COVID shutdowns are not attending church online or in person, while half of the survey's respondents replied that they watch their own church's online services, another 34% watch another ch- another church's online services, and across denominational lines, when churches have met back together in person, they are almost all lower in attendance than pre-COVID. Warning, we are not the men in black from the pulpit, but from the pews across the rail. Our episode today is entitled Legality Versus Morality, The Pruning and the Aftermath. We kind of continue, and I have to apologize, my voice is not very good today, so uh, uh, thank you in advance for uh, putting up with me. We continue a little bit from our discussion last week, y'all, which was the tipping point between two kingdoms, but we're also going to transition a little bit, perhaps, to the result of our living in the tension between these two kingdoms by taking a hard look at the trends since following our state and our bishop's shutdown regulations. Uh, if the data can be trusted, and then we're just getting some of it in, hence the reason for the, for the podcast, it doesn't look like the COVID shutdown of the churches have made, have made parishioners' hearts grow fonder for coming back to church. While online engagement may have remained steady or perhaps increased, as it has, it's been kind of up and down in our our local church. When in-person services have resumed, they are typically less well attended than before the pandemic. So what do you think is causing this? And you really can't blame the preacher for this because churches have, a lot of the churches have the same ministers pre-COVID as as after uh, or currently right now. They're also down in attendance when in-person church resumes. So what is it really? But before we get on into all of that, who's here? Ryan. Nikki. John's here. And Greg. So <clears throat> so what is it, really? Well, as bad as I hate to say it, uh, it it's a combination of several different things. Uh, one is laziness and convenience. Mm-hmm. It, when you've got it and you can log on to it and lay in you at the house in your pajamas... People have gotten lazy. They've gotten complacent and comfortable with the ability to be able to log on and watch church and not actually go to the building. And the second portion, as bad as I hate to say this, is there might be a little bit of fear that's preventing people from coming. Now, is that fear coming from the older generation or the younger generation? I I would like to think the older. uh, However, I, I... I don't know. I mean, it could come from all, I guess. But I happen to think it's, speaking for myself, we are sick and tired of rules that we don't necessarily agree with being shoved down our throats. Mm -hmm. You can come to church, but you have to wear a mask. But you have to social distance. You can't get close to your friends. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. You've got to jump through hoops and... We have that in every aspect of our life right now. And frankly, I'm sick of it. And I'd rather just stay home and watch it on Facebook or whatever. As opposed to jump through more hoops and allow them. 
well, control, that much more control. Okay, now I, I, I'm going to interject. Yes, I agree. With, I think yes, I agree with you that that people have gotten lazy and you know out of sight, out of mind. And that's the mentality that I think a lot of people have not mm-hmm. attending either uh, church online or uh, or, uh, or or in person on there. But uh, being able to attend a service, which which I was able to do today on there uh, for the first time in, in a long time uh, at, at my home church. I've visited other churches uh, during this pandemic, but uh, I, I'll be honest with you, it, it did my heart well to see to see uh, some of the parishioners that I, I've known for years and years. So uh, I, I, I almost want to lean towards uh, going back to the out of, uh, out of sight, out of mind, and and yes, there's a certain portion of them that that are afraid, especially the older generations that are more uh, more at risk. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I talked to a gentleman today at church who who couldn't attend a funeral because of the health uh, conditions that he had. He was considered a high risk candidate for COVID, uh, and and he was there today. I was really happy to see him there. So. I, I I don't know that it's it, it's 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 convenient to to do it online. Yes. Uh, do you have to get dressed up? Uh, no. You can you can wake up and 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 uh-huh. tune it in uh, on your laptop or your tablet or whatever. Um, I just think that 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 we we. We were told we can't go to church, so we don't go to church in in any form on there. And, and now it's become convenient for us, and now it becomes a dread to have to get up and go. And you know, very complacent. Very, very complacent on there. But I did enjoy the service that I attended today. It was nicing, and I think once people uh, uh, venture out into the public, I think they're going to find that uh, it's nice to see their old friends back. Mm-hmm. You know. As long as you follow the rules. As long as you follow the rules, on there. But you got rules everywhere, though. You know, you, when so how much are we willing to sacrifice? But when them? they start encroaching on my civil liberties, okay, that's when I'm starting to have a problem, and I'm and I'm telling you, John, you may be that way, and that's fine. But people like me, we are fed up. With the church telling us, oh, you can come, but don't come if you're going to do this. There's a young girl, spoke to yesterday, just almost in tears because her wedding that she's been planning for five years. They're now telling her, because it's not till December, they're saying, well, as of right now, you can't have more than 50 people at your wedding and there will be absolutely no food served. Right. Well, now. Now, this is August. Right. And this is the church telling her that. All right, and, and, and again, going back to, to previous podcasts, why why are, why is the church making those? Is because of the liability factor that's involved with it. Excuses. You, 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 well, it is excuses on there, but you know, if, I mean, how many how many times have you heard? Uh, you know, uh, it, it, it goes back to the question about. Uh, you know, Immunizing your kids on there. Are you going to be held liable uh, if you let your kid uh, who gets unimmunized on there? You know, just the other day they were talking about this vaccination. No one wants to take the vaccination. And I heard this lady today uh, sit there and say, there's no way I'm getting that vaccination on there. Why not? Why? 
I don't trust any vaccine that they come up with in well, six months. Personally, that's me, but that's just... <laughs> if I may interject just a little bit. And you may. <clears throat> okay. Um, you guys, this little miniature tay-to-tay back and forth has kind of stumbled into <laughs> our next point. So we're going to dial away. We're going to dial away from specific okay. and back into the... Um, general. Back, back into the general, the, right. the, the, the thought. Um, you know, in the last episode, you know, we discussed how the church deals with civil laws that conflict with the doctrines and accepted traditions of the church. Right. Okay. And, and one of the accepted traditions of the church is church service is not experienced. Mm -hmm. It is involved. Right. Okay. Meaning that you don't go to church to sit like a person going to a play or a sporting event. Right. Church is active, engaged participation in a corporate with your church family. The worship of God. Right. Okay. So it's not a spectator event. It's not a drive-through oil change. It it is something that you have to get on the field of play to be in. You can't sit on the sidelines. So so, 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 so in saying that, how effective are those driving services? I drove well, past okay, one today. Okay. Well, th 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 and see, this is how we've strayed because in North America, we think church is going in a building, sitting in for an hour, and going away, and that's wrong. Mm -hmm. Church is. Corp church is a participatory spiritual contact sport. Right. Okay. So like it's, 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 you can't just look at a videotape and sing the songs and mouth the words. I mean, that's good for when you're on the job or whatever, but it, it, it is, it is inauthentic worship yeah, as worship. the church has always looked at it through two millennia. So let's go that to even further in the abstract. And Nikki, this is going to hit on your point. Um, <clears throat> so if, what if we have church rulings? Okay. okay, because we've got two kingdoms. We've got the kingdom of man, you know, the, the legal, yeah. and we have the kingdom of God. Two separate kingdoms out of Christ's mouth himself. Right. Now, the bishop is running our little portion of the kingdom of Christ. Right. That's tangible. On, on earth, this side of glory. But what if her church ruling is at odds with what we, the church group, the local congregation, and a lot of other people think is wrong? What is the recourse with that conflict well, intra-church? Well, I, I, I think I, I think what what's going to stem from this is if it's prolonged much longer on there, you're going to start having uh, separations on there. You're, you're going to have, define that. Okay, you're going to have people saying, you know, uh, Pastor Billy here, uh, he doesn't agree with uh, his uh, his bishop, bishop, so he's going to say, you know what, I wash my hands of this church, and I'm going to go over here and start the the uh, holy roller. So you're going to have a sheep break, right? Yep, <laughs> holy roller bait and tackle uh, next to the crossroad. Uh, uh, huh. by the highway, whatever church on there. I, I, I think you're going to see a little mass exiting from your more organized churches because... Uh, because you're not just going to start. It's already started. Mm -hmm. I have witnessed yep. other Wesleyan people in non-Wesleyan churches. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I, I'm guilty of that. So, yeah, I mean, so... It, it is, Nikki. You got any uh, thoughts on that? 
honestly, at this point, if it wasn't for my love for the my dear pastor that I have, I would have already left and gone to a church that when I walked up to it, they said, we have masks if you'd feel more comfortable wearing them. It's up to you. If you don't want to, it's up to you. We make them available. Now, Please come in. Now, 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 would you feel comfortable if the gentleman behind you is, you know, sporting 104 degree temperatures, no and spraying? Coffee. You know, and, uh, yeah, I would. I don't want to wear a mask, you know? You know why I would? Why then? Um, one, because I have that, if I go anywhere, we've had that my entire life. Part of this world is there are germs, there are infections, there are illnesses, there are diseases, and you are going to be exposed because, frankly, John, none of us are getting out of here alive. Well, okay? That's what they're telling that's, us. Okay. <laughs> none of us are getting out of here alive. And you know what? If I'm going to trust God, then I've got to trust God. I can't say, well, God, I'd love to trust you. But unless you get a mask on this man behind me, uh, okay. I'm out. Okay. But right, to right. that point, okay, yes, I agree with that. I trust God 100% fully. But I also <laughs> do understand that God gave some people brains to go to to get their doctor degree, whatever the case may be. They, they have the brains to be, you know, whatever. The, and it, God gave me the common sense to listen to those people who did go to school for 20 years or whatever the case may be in order that study these things. So if I don't listen to them, then I don't have my faith in God because I'm not listening to them. Okay. But how many times in your entire life, not just with the COVID Mm -hmm. mess that's going on in your life, have you thought, have you said to either your children or your parents said to you, if you're sick, you need to stay home. You don't need to be going to church. But then there's always some idiot that will say well <clears throat> i know i'm sick but nothing's gonna keep me from going to worship god today and they go and they expose everybody else mm-hmm. and when you finally convince these people you know what but there's it, other people for you to consider but, besides yourself but isn't god protecting everybody that's that, true that kind of okay but i'm just saying <laughs> so you would hope that if people are sick they will stay home but the fact remains regardless of where you, you, you go you, you can't have, control you, who's around you it's the same way with work you got these people say, i never miss a day of work yeah and you had pneumonia and you shed it to uh 15 yeah. other of your participants right there. Do you go to the store and get your groceries? I do. Or do you fear you know, that there might be somebody here, in there that has a hundred more fever? Thing. And I wear a mask when I go to the store. Do you and know, if you are concerned, you wear a mask. Do you know why they but put don't these require things me in, to. Do you know why they put these things in place? What things? Uh, the rules? Wearing the mask and all this other stuff and shutting down churches. It's because people are stupid. And they can't listen to common sense. And they there are those people that still go out that sit that are sick. And they still do this. Here's, that, and the other here's that a great example. That's you, why they do. Uh, it. Do you remember the newscast of the 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 guys that are having the uh, spring break in Miami? Going well, if I get COVID, I get COVID. And it happened to be one of the largest uh, groups that uh, that become infected. And the college kids that, that went out yeah. to Miami and, and they said, well, if I get it, I get it. They're not going to destroy my weekend here uh, drinking and carousing and whatever. So everybody would just, you know. Okay. <laughs> but I, I'm still waiting for an answer. On the... What if we have a church ruling? I mean, when, when a church ruling that we don't particularly think is in the best interest of our local congregation or our 
ministering to the community. Well, you know what? What? What do we do in the kingdom of God? Is there any appellate courts? Well, you, are there any you, appellate courts? You know what? You, you take it upon <clears throat> the parishioners on there. We're 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 starting a uh, a Bible study at our home because we miss having our Bible study at our church that we're not allowed to have. So by coming to a person's home and avoiding the uh, the the thumb of uh, of the bishop on there which uh, does not allow us to have that right there right you know we're, we're we i'm are... gonna write you out so you have to get outside the church to well, be able that's to, my whole point the building you, you're you're, the building. Go, you're you're gonna seek those things that are outside the church mm -hmm. and eventually you know what, what's gonna happen is you're gonna have i'm going back to this you're gonna have churches say you know this guy this guy right here is is having a church service at this old warehouse that's not being used on there and we're going to go to that on there and, and okay and that's fine for because let's be real honest every one of us sitting here at this table we are not none of us are going to stop going to church mm -mm. okay there's a whole lot of people out there that's who we need to be concerned about and, and, because what are we supposed true. to be as christians we're supposed to be reaching the world how do we reach the world when we uh, you, you, hide away in our homes. You, yeah. you can't reach the uh, world if your church is locked up. There you go. You know? Well, now you got let, let, let's, let's to go. Let, let's go before the church became the official church of the Roman Empire. So let's go to the first three hundred years of Christianity. I know boring history, but but yeah, I mean that that people met in homes. There were no church buildings. If they knew that place was full of Christians, they were coming after them, exactly and you were going to become cat food. Right? Yeah, and, and, and isn't isn't it our? And it's a shame that it's taken taken us five, six months, however long this, this pandemic's been going on, to 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 come to that conclusion that hey, we really need to start this. We probably should have started this after the first wave hit, you know, and all What's that. that? coming into people's homes and, and oh, start yeah. having that that's I mean, that's the point i mean once we found out that that corporate wasn't going to allow right, right. then and again this is not a backhanded swipe at any of our local congregation leaders. not local but I, <clears throat> you, you you said the right word Corporate worship on there. Corporate is always going to take the the less liable correct route right there. You know, and, and they're going. Why couldn't that person say now? Now, if you want to divide or gave pastors or the DS the local option to have, you know, if you want to meet, you know, you know divide why? your church. You know why? Into quarters and I, this quarter meets here and here. I and here. can tell you why. It's because they would have to relinquish the power that they so love. Ding, ding, ding. That's it, right there. That, right there. They, they, they don't want to give up anything. They want to say, So it's I not can, about. They'd it's, not about Christ. it's not about it's, COVID. It, it's not about COVID. It's then about what power. It, okay, John. It's about power. Okay. They'd rather cut off their nose to spite their face. Okay. That's a great uh, segue into this. Uh, uh, and, and, and I want to apologize because our, our studio got shut down. We are having to uh, to uh, to. You might hear a a, a dog, a random uh, a random barking creature. Uh, that's right. He's he's up there praising Jesus right now. Right, there Because uh, I'm a dog whisperer. On there. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> In fact, sometimes if you're at altitude and you're flying, 
uh, and you're not uh, strapped up in a mask and not uh, given a bag of uh, weak and stale uh, pretzels and a bottle of water if you've happened to fly in the last two or three months. Uh, if, if you haven't thought that <clears throat> air travel could get worse, it has. It has. Yes. Uh, that being said, sometimes when you're flying and you can hear uh, certain domestic animals below you in the cargo uh, area below you yapping oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and barking sometimes. Uh, but that's why we have Innovative Tooling Services. Tell me more, Greg. Well, yeah, Innovative Tooling Services, they have all the faster installation and uh, 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 all types of removal equipment for structural fasteners, for the installation of fasteners on any type of airframe. It keeps the paying passengers up top away from the barking memes downstairs. Well, well, now, okay. now, 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 does this company also sell uh, sell uh, muzzles for dogs? Or to keep no, the, uh, we don't sell muzzles for dogs, but we can make it make it where they have to bark very, very loud to be heard. <laughs> okay? Uh, that being said, I mean, you know, we're not into soundproofing or anything like that, but if there's any uh, type of uh, repair tool or fastener installation tool or precision drilling equipment they have it all they have fastening systems installation tooling knowledge and application experience that's why innovative tooling services is on the leading edge of aerospace tooling contact them at 1-800-832-7009 or look them up on the web at innovativetooling.com and we'll be back Okay, we're back. Now, one of the things we were talking before the break that uh, church rulings that are odd with at odds with uh, local church operations that that we perhaps may have a disagreement with. Um, some of you may or may not be familiar with Kevin Watson. He's an associate press professor of Wesleyan and Methodist studies. He's also an ordained elder, uh, but he's at the Candler School of Theology, Atlanta. He wrote this opinion piece, and uh, he has been getting hail Columbia for it. And I'm going to quote several, uh, several sentences of, of this pretty long piece. Kevin said, uh, Professor Watson says, I appreciate that it is not prudent to return to large in-person gatherings inside the church, but I think we are being far too complacent and content to limp along with the temporary solutions we cobbled together when we first, when the first wave of the pandemic hit. The church seems paralyzed by a culture of fear and safety that is not from God. Mm -hmm. Watson continues, it seems to me that the criteria for returning to in-person gatherings of any form have shifted radically from the initial shutdown in March. The rationale for flattening the curve was to prevent hospitals from being overrun, which would lead people lead to people dying because they did not have access to an ICU room or a ventilator. The goal now seems to be to prevent anyone from getting sick. Many of us are embracing severe restrictions to prevent the disease from spreading at all. This is well-intentioned at first glance, but impossible. In the same context, the burden of proof seems to be even higher. A church must stay closed until they can guarantee that no one who is sick will be on church grounds. That is an unreasonable standard. Amen. I agree 100% with that. You know, I've, I've been reading several books <clears throat> on early Methodism, the first 
30, 40, 50 years of the Methodist Church. And the, the thing that's striking was that most of the Methodist preachers were less than 30 years of age. Mm -hmm. They typically had congregations that were much older than they were. The vast majority of them were single. In fact, Asbury looked for single men called to the ministry because these guys traveled. And you know how they traveled? There were no interstates. Horseback. They horseback. Yep. You know how they crossed rivers? They swam or they led their horse. Mm -hmm. There were no bridges. There were very few ferries on the American frontier in the Appalachians. You know where they slept? It wasn't the holiday out. <laughs> they slept in people's homes or mm -hmm. under a tree or in the rain. Mm -hmm. they, they, they literally... Were the uh, were the bushmen of their time? They they were out in it, and they were out in it. They and they had a typically a month circuit mm -hmm. that encompassed about five hundred miles. It had circuit to either riders. be walked or rode. Right. And the, the the just the privation, and many of them died during their their because of exposure or falling off a horse or drowning in a river. You know. I guess my point is, when did the Methodist Church decide that safety trumped the the presentation and the propagation of the gospel? Well, Probably the more money they got, the uh, more uh, that that kind of uptick. Uh, I, I was getting ready to say when when their bank account uh, when their bank account hit seven figures right there, and uh, and uh, <laughs> they don't want to lose any of that right there, so. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, the financial... Uh, I mean, the most unsafe thing you can do going to church is getting in your, getting car. In your car. Yeah, oh, well, absolutely. Statistically, yes, that is true. I know. But that doesn't stop anybody from... I don't know. Would, the, would the government, church government today, if it, was going, if it was a new thing, send missionaries to Africa and China and South America... Asia. They're going into harm every time they do. Anywhere else, there you go. Oh, yeah. Or is their safety then, not as important? You know, and, and also, ideas are harmful. I mean, they might teach them about capitalism, which I think is harmful. You yeah. know, that comes to a... I'm just... I'm, and their know, people are putting a... <clears throat> I kid, I kid, the, the, I kid. Their people are at risk by coming and worshiping in these countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aren't they concerned about that? Uh, no. Why not? But they're concerned about us getting well, a cold. Their their bishops. How can I put still this the same night? church? It's still same same night? money. Their bishops care more about leading people to, to a relationship with Jesus Christ than they do about personal safety. There you go. There you go. That's it. Because they look, they're playing the ultimate long game. There you go. It's not. We are. This is not our home. We are passing through. Yeah. That's what Francis Asbury knew. That's what all those young Methodist preachers knew. We are passing through. None of us are getting out of here alive. And what we do for the kingdom lasts an eternity. Mm -hmm. But the bishop acts like this is the end game. And yeah, they are protecting it with every fiber of their being. As if this is, is where we're trying to... You know, the, 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 this almost makes me think about you know the the ordeal that the uh, Catholic Church dealt with with uh, the uh, 
all, all the pedophilia that happened uh, during that and how the church handled that that I mean they, they lost their shirt they they lost property they lost uh, money uh, yet uh, yet it, 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 it's the same mindset that, that I think the Methodist Church is, is are doing today you know they don't want to lose the money they don't want to give up power they don't want to you know but ultimately what what they're what they're doing is they are losing financials because people aren't coming in people aren't tithing people uh, you know, I would, I, I would love. John, we were the whole denomination was going to take between a thirty and a forty percent haircut in budget this year without even COVID happening. Oh, mm -hmm. and, and yeah, because we're losing people left and right. Well, and it's because uh, we've not focused on the main thing being the main thing. Well, that's here. that's that's a, that's a discussion for another podcast. Well, but you're right. You're exactly I mean, that, right. That, but it all goes back to it. That. All goes back to the same. That's thing. it, right there. When 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 God does not become the priority or the main focus of the existence of that church, then all that all that they're doing is is it's just a big uh, uh, big community center is all it is. The church uh -huh. exists for one reason, one reason alone, and that is to make disciples. That's exactly right. It is right. impossible to make disciples with your doors closed. As right. the conspiracy theorist here, um, uh, there's a couple of us. Here. Okay, okay. Well, I thought I was the, the long okay. one. Anyway. That being said, is it possible because you know the Methodist Church is in the process of getting ready to most likely go through a split? Oh, it, and it, it, okay, that's not most likely. Okay, that's kind of a secret. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I hear rumors, but anyway, if that were to <laughs> happen, wouldn't ever. it be nice <laughs> if if I'm bishop, if I'm playing bishop today, and I can do something to make these people that are a thorn in my side just get mad and leave on their own? How do you know that the bishop's not? Not uh, secretly swinging for that change uh, themselves. I just, you that's know, an interesting aspect. you know, I just, I have that feeling because typically yeah, you're, it's kind of like the old boys club. The uh, managers typically stick together yeah. and they really want the people that are thorns in your side to go away and would this not be a good way to get rid of these people no. let's just not have church let's just go ahead no. and let you get mad go find someplace else to go problem and solved. then problem solved we don't have to split we uh, don't have to give you half our money or however the thing's going to come down i don't know I, that's an interesting i don't theory I, I don't think I, I that mean, it really is yeah I, I i i don't think that's the case what what, what i do think and i'm I going think it is. i'm going back uh, i'm going back to this I think it all goes back to power on there. They don't want. They that's don't want that's give, extremely but that's, Machiavellian, you know, very much so. And and and, and I know <laughs> you don't think so, but I, I I'm not too sure that 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 our bishop's not not rooting for the other team. Well, I'm just, there's I'm a guy that kidding. they reference in the Book of Discipline. I don't know if you heard of him. But his name's Jesus. Who? Jesus said, "Yeah, uh, Jesus said, uh, whoever tries to keep his life." will lose it yep. but whoever loses his life for my sake will gain it i i agree with that and, and i think that there's not one i think hardship. jesus fellas got it right I, I i you know and again i am not unsympathetic but we we have to do just like mother Teresa. Mother Teresa left everything. She didn't care what she was going to, in the slums of, of Calcutta where she was uh, working and doing her stuff. There's all kinds of diseases and filth and danger. She didn't care because she knew that she was doing it for the kingdom of God yep. mm -hmm. and for the cause of Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, if you're doing 
if you're doing the will of God, you'll be protected. I mean, it's not saying that you ain't ever going to get sick and this, that, and the other. Because none of us are getting out of your life. None of us are going to live forever. But, you know, you you see those churches like like we uh, mentioned earlier in Africa and all those places on there. They're meeting in secret. They're hiding their Bibles. They're doing all those things on there. They're risking their own life. Uh, for for God, you don't think God's going to bless that? Oh, absolutely. I absolutely think so. Now, is God going to bless the bishop if uh, if she goes, hey, no church because we got Corona? We're you know, no one on campus at all on there. I I think I wouldn't I, have to answer for. Th- I wouldn't want to answer. For I was going to say she she or he or whoever the bishop that made that decision, whoever the higher power. Yeah. Uh, is going to have to answer for that. I know this is coming up in our notes, but, you know, the whole Methodist, you know, do no harm. Um, It really doesn't... Those would be the general rules. Yeah, but you know what? It doesn't carry a whole lot of weight when you do no good. There you go. Yeah, because if you're not doing anything, (laughs) which is worse, you know, do no harm or just sit and do nothing. That's just like the parable, you know, uh, you know about the guy, the, that, talents. the talents on there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I was afraid, you so I didn't do anything. You wicked and lazy servant. Yep. You just, yeah, and that's ex- that's exactly how I would label <laughs> that, that, this. Uh, the, these perfect analogy. That is perfect analogy. Well, going going to our next point, Barna. Those wonderful people that have their uh, fingers on the pulse of church life. They conducted a recent poll, uh, alluded to this in the opening statement, where 48% of churchgoers who responded to this uh, recent poll said they have not watched any church online in the last four weeks. Now, this was in July. So that means mid-July to mid-June, they had not watched any uh, online service in the last four weeks. Only 40% of the respondents watch their regular home church online. 23% said they streamed a different church. So now we've been, we've got a digital church hopping now going on. <laughs> but here's the biggie. And, and I have to define the terms. A practicing Christian in Barna, at Barna speak means a person that believes in, in the traditional gospel, that, that, that uh, believes that they, they are committed Christians and they attend worship at least one Sunday a month. That's what. That's wow. what they. That's a. That's, that's a, a practicing. That's a practicing Christian. Now you go back in the eighties. A practicing Christian was worship once a week. That's yeah. how. Yeah. That, that's how the goalposts have been moved. But that's a different discussion for a different wow. time. Well, maybe after this is over, it can go down to once every six months. Well, here's the biggie: a third once of a practicing coming coasters. A third of practicing Christians in America since the COVID shutdowns are not attending church online or in person. So, what was what was considered the standard of 2020 church committed church people? Almost a quarter of them ain't showing up. They're, almost a third of them have just poof. Well, and Greg, as of right now, they really don't have a lot of other options because sports are pretty much shut down. Uh, movie theaters are shut down. They're now things are starting to open up, but for the vast majority of everything, it's been shut down. What happens when all these open up? And now they have other options as well. Well, that's going to be hit even harder. Yeah, because 
Here's another line, another point, an additional 30% of the respondents, check this, I think you'll enjoy this, Nikki. 30% of the respondents said they'd rather worship at home and only return to church when they can be mask-free. Amen. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. Amen. I thought that was an interesting... Uh, so, in light of this data, many people think this will be a further pruning of the true vine and the branches. Everybody knows the, yep. the true vine and the branches. Yep. So, is this the result of the Wesley off-quoted general rule of doing no harm? Ah, uh, no. I, 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 I think you're doing all, all kinds of harm myself. Personally, I think we're we're destroying the church uh, from the inside out by by putting such such restrictions. Uh, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. The, the, the my my wife and I, I she goes shopping by herself most of the time, just because just because I don't want to uh, uh, wear a wear a mask on there because you know I, I at my workplace. You know, part of part of my job is to to go into government buildings on there, and I have to I have to have right. uh, proper PPEs yeah. before I can enter the door. I got to have my temperature taken. You know, I got to you know tell them why I'm there, whom I'm seeing, and so forth on there. Which you know, to me, uh, prior to COVID on there, I just walk in, go to the metal detectors, you know, go do my business on there but you know now now there's such limitations there are literally literally armed police officers that 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 guard that door so i cannot go through that door unless i i i jump through all the necessary hoops by the government so you think that that the that the the management okay okay we'll, we'll leave the bishops the, the, high, the higher up the, right the management corporate uh, that you know that they are famous for saying we're doing this. You know the first rule of Methodist is to do no harm, right. and true, that's the first rule of Wesley's uh, code or general rules and, for Christian and, conduct. And, and technically, they are because they're not they're, they're not spreading COVID. But but the underlying what is that you, you can choose your choices, but you can't choose the consequences of your choices. I, I, I think so. What think, are the consequences of this going to be a year from now? Put your profit hat on. John. Okay, here, here's here's the the John uh, one year forecast on here. I think attendance is still going to be a third down without mask on there. I think uh, I think the COVID is gonna gonna mysteriously come to an end after after this election on there, and then you're going to see an opening happen. I do believe that. I believe that a lot of this hype is politically motivated. And and I think our you can't divorce politics. From well, uh, no, you can't. And, Unfortunately, and, and, but and, you can. and I think because of the financial status of the Methodist Church, I think the power given to the higher ups in corporate worship, you know, they're going to make those decisions because they don't want to give up and they don't want to, you know, uh, they don't want to see controversial to uh, to uh, to to government on there. You know, because government will threaten to uh, to take away their nonprofit status. Uh, you know, the government's going to threaten to uh, shut the doors on there. You know, but you know, have, have Christians ever been persecuted in the past, Greg? You know, absolutely. Absolutely. So why why are we why are we being yes men? That's exactly what we're being yes men to well, uh, to the corporate uh, to governmental uh, uh, direction. I'll answer that right after Nikki. I, I'm going to ask you what uh, put your prophet's hat on. What does this? What does church look like a year from now? 
<clears throat> and it won't even be general conference yet. Okay, are you talking church in general or specifically, Methodist say, the Methodist church? I'm church. talking about the Methodist church. I think it, at best, will be 50% of what it is now. Wow. Ooh. Wow, that's a Because I think 50% will have either picked another denomination or just quit going altogether. And um, I think it will be, you will not have very many children at all because especially families with small children are going to go ahead now if they have not already pick another denomination so their ch children can go to, to church my two-year-old a granddaughter is not supposed to go to our church when we go because under two they don't wear a mask and so she's not supposed to be there wow. and normally a family's not going to go and leave their two-year-old at home what, well, do, what does Jesus say about the little ones? Yeah. yeah. Don't keep them... For, yeah. yeah. Bring so them here. children, just stay away. Yeah. Such of the kingdom of God. Yeah. I paraphrase. Thank you. Prophets add on. Ryan, what do you think? Um, as bad as I hate to say this, I, I agree with Nikki, and I strongly disagree with John on one aspect of John's. Uh, I, I don't think this COVID disappears around election time. I, I think you could... Because, <coughs> forgive me, but it's in other countries and they don't exactly have, you know, an election coming up in November and they would probably disagree with that as well. But, however, I, I do think that we're going to lose a considerable amount of people. Uh, all because we're misrepresenting the phrase, do no harm. Uh, I think it's, that's, that's a good, I, I'm going to pick up, that's a good pitch. That is, because I, I, I don't think our, our higher-ups are representing yes. us well. I, I took the time before a podcast to look up, to, to quote the old man himself, uh, to, to what Wesley said, the general rules for Christian conduct from the first yes. uh, Methodist Book of Discipline. And I quote, there is only one condition previously required of those who do not desire admission into these societies. What these societies were, were the general societies right. or, mm -hmm. or the, uh, basically the class meetings, okay? And I quote, a desire, the, their one condition, a desire to flee from the wrath to come, to be saved from their sins. Mm -hmm. But wherever this is really fixed in the soul, it will be shown by the fruits. In other words, it wasn't enough to confess, you gotta do something, right. you gotta see fruit going on. Yeah. Therefore, it is therefore expected of all who continue therein in this society that they should continue to evidence their desire of salvation. First, by doing no harm, comma, by how's, how do they do no harm? By avoiding evil of every kind. We yes. never hear that second part of that statement. We only see do no harm. Second, Wesley says, by doing good, by being in every kind merciful after their power, as they have opportunity, doing good of every possible sort, and as far as, as, far as possible to all men. And thirdly, and here's the kicker that nobody ever says, attending upon all the ordinances of God. Now, what may you ask are the ordinances of God? I'll tell you. Thank you, Greg. Number one listed in importance by old J.W. himself, public worship, worship of God. Mm -hmm. That is the number one ordinance of God. Two, the ministry of the word either read or expounded. Boom, boom, one, two, punch. We ain't doing no good by this definition because we're not hearing the, well, we are hearing it videotape, but we're not hearing it in person and we're not worshiping publicly or corporately. Third, the Eucharist. Whoops, 
Ain't had that one in a while. Four, family and private prayer. We can do that at home. Five, searching the scriptures. We're supposed to do that at home. And six, fasting or abstinence. Mm. So two of the big three things we cannot, the Eucharist and the public worship of God cannot be, we can't attend those ordinances of God when we are split up and dispersed. Mm, absolutely. So I, I and, and again, because when we met this morning, it was so good to be in the presence of, of other people. There is power in numbers. There, there, is spirit, there is a spiritual power that God knows we are, the, the, the sum is greater than all the individual parts. Can I ask you a question? How much do you think the uh, How much do you think Satan has to do with this? I, I I don't see Satan behind every rock and uh, crouching behind every fire hydrant, but I do know his desire is to destroy the Church of Jesus Christ. So is this doing a pretty good job? I, I think of that? a combination. He is using willing accomplices to affect his. Uh. If somebody from the outside tried to come in and destroy the church, would it happen? Not likely here in the United States. But from within. But from within. I mean, that's scriptural. That is scriptural. You know, that's right. Let, let me ask so, you a question. You know, that, 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 so are we saying we've got a few ravens in our bushes? That that that, that is a very true statement. Uh, coming from a retail background, Ryan, you you can you can understand this on there. You, you know, when we talk about uh, uh, thieves coming in on there. Internal thieves will kill you more than uh, external thieves. Well, it's the same way with destroying a church. You, you're, you're not going to get an outsider to come in and destroy. If anything, it'll strengthen the church on there. But you get people inside, you you know, you cause a split. You, you get people in there making these rash decisions on there. You're, the you're, you are destroying the foundation of that church. Absolutely. Let's go a quick rundown. Who did Jesus get the most grief from? Sinners or the church? Church. 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 Okay. Who did Martin Luther get grief from? Sinners or the Catholic Church? Catholic yeah. Church. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the Puritans, when they uh, when they wanted to start and get freedom, who was after their high? The Church, Church of England. England. Okay. From time immemorial, it has always been, it has been either internal decay or internal attack that has destroyed or been the biggest no no those, those examples that you just gave on there what what is the one one thing that that is is, is correlating in all four of those on there what 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 is the one common denominator uh, of, of those four it's all about the power of the church am i am i right in saying that you know you know when when, when they want to flex and and, and show you, you're going to do what i say and, and, and again, I believe in the Episcopal model of church government. I believe that is absolutely the most, that is the most biblical because it's right there. Oh, you can't argue with it. There, there are no, there, there are no Democrat, democratic decisions that are made in the church of Jesus Christ. Right. That being said, when there is a bad apple, it can ruin a lot of them. When it gets absolutely. into a higher, and when we don't have ecclesial accountability yep. that's when it really gets bad and that's when sometimes you have to like Paul and Barnabas you have to say blessings peace be on you we're, we're going to go, go a different track right. and, and I think that's going to come well, oh, that, it's 
I think that's what they're wanting to happen. I, I, I don't know. I just, it, it breaks my heart to, to see a denomination, to see a movement that was so fearless two centuries ago. They didn't care. They just wanted, a, by, all we have to do is save souls. And now all we have to do is hide out and be afraid. Well, what's what, that, what, that what completely? What is, is wrong? What is opposed. wrong with with having a split and and the 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 church that is seeking God and the church that is is thriving to do God's work on there? Would would not God bless that? You know, so well, who, who cares if the, it says Methodist or well, or uh, the, the church is in need of constant renewal and oh, reform, John, I, and we I, all want I to do it that. within the bounds of our of our authority. Pruning goes back to the law. There you go. Pruning is never law. easy when you're the one being pruned, or when you're oh, the one absolutely. doing the pruning. Agreed. You know, if you're having to cut off a branch that's an old branch that's been there a long time. And it's going to really be evident when that branch is gone, but that branch is still dead. Right. It's not easy. You know, you you, you mentioned following the law on here. Do you, you, you think this modern-day uh, hierarchy of uh, Methodist higher-ups are, are actually following what, what the uh, Creator Listen, intended? Just because, like I said, just because they're following the law or they're gets back to the law of legality versus morality. Thing. I think they're following the law of the land instead of the law, law of God on there. And I think, I think that's, why, that's why we're having this, this turmoil right now. I, I don't disagree. I mean, honestly, I mean every law, every law that's out there, it, it started by somebody's belief. It started by a belief of something or a conviction about something, and this, that, and the other. Um, but just because it's law, and they can do it, doesn't make it right. That's right. It doesn't make it morally right. It doesn't make it scripture. It doesn't make it biblically right. <laughs> not all laws are good. No, absolutely you know? not. So and it's, it's, it's hard. Just, go ahead. Well, no, you go ahead. It's just we're trying to find that where in the middle. Where 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 does that? Again, we are supposed to be at the church. Is the, the, the church is is outside and inside? The, you know, we only sanctify the church when we go into a building. Absolutely. The Spirit is in us. We bring the Holy Spirit to the church. We should be active outside. But again, there is there there is the understanding through two millennia that we always have to take time regularly to be together. Mm -hmm. Corporate worship sharpens our game, our whole game. We can't be the people of God. It's just like today from what I told the pastor. I needed to hear what he said. Mm -hmm. That's something that doesn't translate as well listening to him uh -huh. when I'm doing multitasking other things on, on the computer. But when I have my full undivided attention and the Holy Spirit speaks to me and, and, and there's an issue in my life that, that has popped up, man, you know what? Mm -hmm. I, I needed that and mm -hmm. I don't get that. When I'm not completely focused on the ordinances of God, so well, you know, just like in, um, you know, everyday life, just in our our common life in our country, when something go back to nine eleven, okay, or you know, major events that happen, what do we say? We need to hear from our leaders. The country is nervous. The country is upset. The country. You know, they need direction. They need to hear from the leaders. Right. Well, the leader Well, the speak. same thing in the church. 
everybody's frustrated. We need to hear from our leaders. Lead, follow, or get out of the get way. Get out of the way because we're frustrated and we need to hear something. That's, that's wise counsel. Absolutely. Well, you just need to be prepared of, of, of what you're going to hear because you may not like it. You know, I can handle bad news better than no news. <laughs> that's it. Not hearing and, and, yeah. and not getting something is, yeah. Is, 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 yeah. Well, as we end the podcast today, you can find this episode and other Across the Rail podcast episodes on popular platforms like Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you listen on iTunes, please take time to give us a five-star rating. If you have questions on this or any other episode, please send your comments, cheers or jeers, to comments at acrosstherail.com or look up Across the Rail podcast on the Twitters by our handle at across underscore rail and on Facebook at Across the Rail podcast. Please give us a like there and leave us any feedback or questions. Thank you so much for listening. Final thoughts? Um, uh, I'm just glad that uh, we, I was able to uh, attend church today. About Amen. time. About Amen. time. Amen. Amen. Long time coming. Anybody else? Nikki, you got a final thought? I do, but I don't know that it's... <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. Yeah. Okay. I don't know that it's, it's probably best just, you know... Who wants at some point you gotta just stop eventually this too shall pass that's right yeah. Uh, yeah. well who wants the absolute honor to uh, close our podcast in I will I go will. ahead John dear Heavenly Father thank you for today thank you for the opportunity that uh, you gave to us to attend church today uh, I just hope that going forward we can do this on a more regular basis uh, Lord I just ask that you, you continue to bless this podcast and our listeners and uh, you know maybe throw a few extra prayers out to the uh, politicians out there maybe they can get their heads straight that's a different podcast lord i just want to say that i I love you and i and i wake up every day to 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 have you beside me Uh, let us all see the world through your eyes and hear the world through your ears speak speak to the world through through your voice Just be with us as we go throughout the day, and uh, thank you again for loving us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.